Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think the stuff Zulak reported 10 days ago is accurate. I was talking to some people last night. And as stupid as it sounds, they're going to do the Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph thing. Unless they've got one hell of a poker face here, and they're trying to set up some kind of a deal that's going to catch us all by surprise, they are doing this Pickett and Rudolph and hope for the best competition. Son of a flip-flop! That's how I swear around my four-year-old daughter, Doran. Makes sense. Yeah. I really want to swear after I hear Mike Florio tell the PM team yesterday that he's walking around the NFL Combine gathering information, and the information he's gathered is that the Steelers are hoping to go with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph this year. I was hoping the beat writers were wrong about this. I was hoping that it was all, well, the Steelers never swing for the fences. The Steelers never do the big thing. So they're not going to do it now. Because that's what happened with Canada, right? Mm-hmm. We had Caboli on, you have Fittipaldo on. Fittipaldo was actually on it. He said, I think they could fire Canada. Every other beat writer to a man said, they don't do this, so they're not going to do it. And that's what I was hoping with this Kenny Pickett-Mason-Rudolph quarterback situation, is that it's all the beat writers doing what they always do, which isn't necessarily carrying water for the franchise, but knowing the way the franchise operates, kind of guessing, educated guessing, right? But now Florio, who's talking to everybody, who's super tapped in, is saying they're really going to do this. And I am depressed. Does it surprise you? Kind of. Really? Kind of. Because I was holding out hope that they were kind of doing the Kenny Pickett smokescreen thing. There seemed to be a ton of momentum that the Steelers were really into Malik Willis. 
before that draft. And I thought, I had been fooled by all of it, that if they went quarterback, that they would go with Malik Willis. Dulac even reported they weren't going to get a quarterback. There were smoke screens left and right. And what did they wind up doing? Drafting Kenny Pickett. Now, I think Peter King was on the Pickett Express. Like he, he seemed to think that that was what was going to happen. And so I thought, okay, the, the local media got it right with Kenny. One big-time star in the national media got it right with Kenny. Maybe the national media, who's connecting fields to the Steelers and Russell Wilson to the Steelers, maybe they know something and the local media is wrong. But now you've got a big-time voice in the national media who is tapped in saying it's going to be Rudolph and Pickett. Maybe I was hoping against hope. Maybe I was pie in the sky believing in Santa Claus like 12-year-old Crowley. That's right, believed for a very long time. But, yeah, I, I guess I'm a little bit shocked that they think that this is their best foot forward, Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. We saw what it looks like, man. Like It makes so much sense that they would go elsewhere that I'm surprised that really smart people like Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, and Mike Tomlin wouldn't do the smart thing here, which is to look to upgrade the position. I mean, this is an end-all, be-all, though, is it? Like, I mean, there still could be a smoke screen. It could be, but... Are you saying just for Justin Fields, or are you saying for just any other quarterback? It sounds like they're just going to do the Pickett-Rudolph thing. And I would believe that the local media could get smoke screen like with Kenny Pickett easier than the national media, but this is a national guy saying that he thinks they're going to do the Rudolph-Kenny thing. That's the scuttlebutt. And it upsets me because whether it happened or not, I wanted to hear that they're turning over every stone. Like Kyle Dubas, did it make sense to get Eric Carlson? Was it easy to get Eric Carlson? The answer to question two is no. The answer to question one upon hindsight is probably no, but at the time it made sense. That's what it's that's what it looks like turning over every single stone. Mm-hmm. When you are a 10 and 7 team that most people would agree is a quarterback away from maybe making some noise and you're not going to look in every nook and cranny to improve that position. Yeah, call me naive. I I thought that this is a franchise that cared about winning and would try to do something like that. And now it sounds who, who like says they're not. They, who says they didn't try? Florio. They didn't try at all. It I mean, they didn't. They like didn't they call his agent. Never linked. That they're that they're not even considering getting Justin Fields or Russell Wilson or being in on any of the free agent quarterbacks. It sounds like they're never interested, and that saddens me because that's not what we talked about it in the first segment. That's not what a flag bearing. North American franchise should be all about status quo, staying in the middle, not looking to shoot for the for the stars in terms of making this a better football team. And maybe the last seven years should have told me that they're not interested in doing any of those things, that they're just interested in being mediocre, mediocre. But well, you got to look at it this way, too. If they were to, you know, put their neck out there and try to get, say, Justin Fields and that doesn't work. Look how far behind that they'll be at that position. Like, they're already behind now. Do you want to push yourself behind farther from somebody that's unproven? So you're saying that if it leaked that they were even interested in Justin Fields, that would be bad for Kenny's psyche? No, I'm saying that if they were to even get Justin Fields and it wouldn't pan out, Justin Fields is such an unknown. That you know, if it didn't pan out, then, you you know, you didn't pan out with Kenny. Didn't pan out Justin Fields. You're years and years behind and have to make up that ground. I'm not sure everybody looks at it this way, but when the Pirates traded for Chris Archer, even though it flopped terribly, it bought me some, it bought them some, some credit from me. 
Like They actually went and did the thing we had been asking them to do. Now, when Kyle Dubas got Eric Carlson, it immediately made me respect him more. Yeah, but Eric, Eric Carlson's not a great comparison because Eric Car- Carlson played at a high level last year, and he's a big-time player. Okay, fine. Then do the Chris Archer one. Like Sometimes you buy credit with me just by going for it, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't work out. Just show me that you're trying. And this screams to me, we're not trying. And I don't think any Steelers fan should be okay with that. Even if you are the biggest Kenny Pickett defender on the face of the earth, and you say he's got the fourth quarter comebacks, and he's got moxie, and he's a football player, all of which are fair things if if you were trying to look glass half full, you should still want them to try to upgrade. Is it an upgrade, though, is the question. It's too close to not It would be trying to upgrade is what I'm saying. And that's good enough for me. Maybe that's not good enough for other people. Maybe it's not good enough for you. Let's just get Justin Fields and see. Well, what's he really going to do? That's what Dulac wrote the other day. Like, what do they really see in Justin Fields? To me, it's just it's taking a shot at improving the most important position in sports. And it might fail. I'm always okay with failure if... The process is correct. And the process here should be, can we find somebody better than Rudolph and Kenny Pickett? I've had conversations. We've had conversations with Craig. You're going to throw random stuff out there for radio segments. Some of them are going to hit, and people will be talking about them forever. Wow, that was an unbelievable bit. I can't believe they got away with that. A lot are going to fall flat. But do you try? This is a lack of trying and I can't get behind that. If they landed on Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, but we heard they couldn't swing a deal with Fields, but they tried. Or they tried to convince Russell Wilson to come in here, and he wouldn't. That would actually make me feel okay. I wouldn't love the end result, but they would show the effort to try to get better. And now it just seems like before even the combine, before free agency, before the draft, nah, we're good with what we've got. And that's not good enough for me. Just try. What's that stupid saying? You'll see on the walls of, like, kindergartens, shoot for the moon because even if you miss, you'll wind up among the stars. Mm. Just shoot for it, baby. Who's to say they're not going to draft one? Would you be okay with that? Yes. Yes, I would be okay with that. Because at least it would be a tacit admission of what we've got isn't great and we want to try to have somebody compete for that position. But I'm not talking I'm not talking third round or later. Like if they drafted a quarterback, even one that I didn't like, to my point, trying. If they drafted a quarterback that I didn't like at pick twenty, a quarterback that I didn't like in the second round, I would at least make my peace with they understand that there's a problem here and they're trying to fix it. Right now what they're trying to do is say Kenny Pickett will be better with Arthur Smith or Mason Rudolph. What he did at the end of last year is not a mirage, and we think he can go to another level with Arthur Smith. I think that's a bad gamble. I think you need to try a little bit harder than they are. What do you think? 412-928-9370. Some will say, you're talking about quarterback. A lot. Yeah, we are. It's the most important position in sports for the most popular team in town. And they're sitting on their hands. I don't know why people are okay with that. But it's not just that where there's a problem. Mike Florio. Also said on the PM team yesterday, Doran, 
that his recon mission didn't end in just talking about Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. He asked around about another Steeler, and the response he got about said player was not good, Doran. You didn't hear this, did you? I don't think so. Oh, we got a humdinger from Mike Florio coming up next. It is 7-13. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you could pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. You can tweet us, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. We'll let you hear Mike Florio's comments coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I, and as much as I love George Pickens, and I'm a big George Pickens supporter, I picked up some stuff on how he's viewed by high-level executives with other teams, and it's not good. It's not good. The returns on George Pickens, at least as it relates to his reputation, among others who might have scouted him when he was coming out of Georgia and did homework on him then. It's, it's just not good, and people aren't surprised that Mike Tomlin's having challenges keeping him under control. I don't know that that's super surprising. I mean, he fell in the draft, and some said it was because of the injury. We see guys with that kind of injury get drafted in the first round. I mean, there were concerns with George Pickens. Here's the thing about Pickens, though, Dorn. We didn't hear nary a peep from that guy when the quarterback play got better. Like when Mason Rudolph was the quarterback and he was accruing statistics and yards and touchdowns, he wasn't the malcontent. It's funny how that works. Like I don't I, I've gone back and forth on this. Like earlier last year when Kenny Pickett was the quarterback and things weren't going great, he was a problem. He had the social media thing. Deontay Johnson was a problem. He quit on that play. He said some things. Heck, he even had problems with Mitch Trubisky going back the year before. I don't think George Pickens is a problem if you get good quarterback play. If the offense is good, I don't think he complains. He wants the ball. He's a wide receiver. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's a big deal if you're not playing well. If the quarterback's not playing well, he's going to be a problem. If the quarterback's playing okay, I think he's just going to shut up. I think he's just going to play football. That's a huge red flag. Okay. Why? Well, it's like, it's like you know, my, my youngest son, it's like he'll cry and cry and cry until I give him what he wants. And he's not crying. Like, whenever I say no, or it, 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 no means no, so stop crying. You're not going to get it. But if I give him what he wants, then he's going to 
stop crying. I mean, so it's okay if like it, so you getting the ball now you're going to stop crying. And that's the only thing that changes. Like this is football, it's a team. Like if it's bad, you have to get through the bad. And it shouldn't change the way that you approach the game. It shouldn't change the way that you play. Like now that the quarterback changes and you're getting the ball, now you're happy? Like how are you supposed to win with that type of mentality? I don't think he's unique in being a receiver and feeling that way though. Like we've seen this before in the league. Well, I know the great ones, they get through it. I mean, Andre Johnson, how many good teams did he ever play on? Calvin Johnson, how many good teams did he ever play on? Bad teams, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they wouldn't get the ball, but would they pout? No, they would just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing because they know that they have to do a job. Like, you don't just, you can't just force feed to make somebody happy. I'll agree that you would like an even performance from him. And really, even mentality from him. Even mentality, yeah. No matter what's going on. I will say, I do think if you get good quarterback play, he's not going to be an issue. The problem is, we just talked about it in the last segment. Florio, same guy with this report, gave us the other report. They're coming back with the same quarterbacks next year. If Mason Rudolph's the starter from day one, you're probably not going to have a problem with George Pickens. Doesn't sound like you're going to have a problem with Deontay Johnson. If it's Kenny Pickett, you are going to have a problem. And that is an issue. That's where it becomes an issue. Like, if they went out and got Justin Fields or they went out and got Russell Wilson, I don't think that these guys would be problem children, right? I don't think that they would be malcontents. But you're coming back with the same two quarterbacks, according to Dulac, according to Mike Florio. If that's the case, that's when you'll find a problem. And that's where you're going to find the, the, the split locker room. That's why even... Like, we did the last segment. And I said, the Steelers are taking me off right now because they're not turning over every stone. They're also reportedly bringing back a situation that is going to create a locker room divide. If you believe in Kenny and you want Rudolph back, I don't think you can have it both ways, Steelers. You can have one or the other. You can have one be the starter or one not be on the roster the way I see it. Rudolph can either come in and be the starter or there's going to be problems. Or Rudolph can't be on the roster. You know what I'm saying? If it's a competition and Kenny wins it, I think you're going to have a certain number of guys, those two in particular, that are going to have a big problem with it. And then how does that affect the locker room dynamic? I don't think that they have a problem with Kenny and they just want better quarterback play out of Kenny. And if they get that, then they'll be fine. So I think that that's what the Steelers are counting on. To your point about George Pickens' temperament and mentality, I wonder if he's going to give Kenny a fair shot. He better. No doubt. That's that's the guy that's going to be on the knee in the huddle. You better. I mean, you can't worry about that other stuff. You have to go play. But you just said that it's a huge red flag for Pickens. Do you think that he is going to play as hard for Kenny? Do you think he's not going to pout with Kenny? And then, and then that points to the head coach because you can't. You're not going to win games if you have people acting like that. And the ultimate thought process of playing football is to win. Then the individual stuff will come after you win. If you have a guy that is upset that the quarterback is different and he's going to pout, I mean, you got to look at some other options. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Well, I, I don't even disagree with that. That, okay, if this is the way he's going to behave and you really feel like it's such a detriment to the locker room, you'd want to try to trade him, right? Yes. But it sounds like there'd be precious few takers in the NFL, according to Florio, that he's looked at by executives as a guy that was always going to be a problem, and they're not surprised by the problem he's become. 
Like, he either needs to perform here in Pittsburgh, or you're probably going to have to, I mean, you'd either cut him then at some point, or you'd have to let him play out the string on his contract. Because it doesn't sound like he's going to have takers. Even Chase Claypool had a taker in the Chicago Bears. And I wonder how much that plays into it, too. The last guy, that didn't work out so hot, and they got fleeced, and now you got Joey Porter Jr. Do you want to get fleeced by the Steelers again? I'm not saying that this is anything that would happen in in any, you know, re, like it's not going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. Like They're going to play it out this year. I do th- I do think you're, bar- you're, you're barking up trouble tree if it's Rudolph and Kenny with what's now being said about George Pickens in football circles. Well, George Pickens has to look at the bigger picture. If he goes out there and he pouts because he's not getting the ball, if he goes out there and pouts because Kenny Pickett is the quarterback, like, does he think he's going to get a second contract? Does he think that somebody's going to pay a lot of money for his services? Like, you, th- that's it's, it's about the team, but it's also about the individual, too, that you have to do everything possible and put the best things you can on tape for you to get paid later down the road. If he puts bad stuff on tape and – and whoever is advising him needs to tell him, like, you can't put that bleep on tape because nobody is going to pay you. Do you think it's a young thing? Yeah, a little bit. Because it's clearly, I mean, obviously it's immaturity. It's, 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 you know what it is? And I know that Mike Taubman got an A, and he got an A for, for a lot of good reasons. But also, I think it's a situation where, you know, you, you stay out late and you know that your parents aren't going to ground you. They'll just be like, don't do that again. I can get away with it. Yeah, did you have a good childhood? Yeah, I did. Well, were your parents strict? No. no. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And then you you abuse you abuse the 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 things that you're given. And it's like, okay, like kids are, you know, people are smart. It's like, oh, I can get away with it. I didn't get punished the first time. I didn't get punished the second time. So I'm going to keep doing it. I think it's more that issue than being a young issue. But at the same time, it works together. Like, I think he knows that he can get away with it. So he can act that way. Yeah, what I said at the beginning of this segment you know, I don't know that that was a smart thing. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, like, oh, it's not a big deal so long as the quarterback plays good. Well, guess what? The quarterback play is probably not going to be great. Like you, you can you can see a circumstance where Arthur Smith and the weapons that they have, if they augment this roster a little bit, can get more out of Kenny Pickett. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be great. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be enough to make George Pickens feel good. And it doesn't sound like they're going to make a change at quarterback. Like, are they in the business of trying to make George Pickens feel good is kind of what I'm saying. You're in the business of winning, and yeah. if, if he's not feeling good hurts your winning, then that is it. Yeah, that is a big problem. Because he's not producing if, if, if he's if – it's, it, it, so it's like, what are you doing? Remind me about that because I forget. That's not, that's not hard to, to imagine. I, I forget where you came down on benching him earlier this year, George Pickens. I would hit him in the pockets. That's right. You would have fined him. Yeah, a and lot. And we don't really know if they did that. Right. Actually, like there was the whole thing with not announcing him as a starter. If I remember correctly, they should they should have sat him for a game. That doesn't. I mean, if uh, you sit him for a game and he goes back to his locker and the next day that check is still there, like, it doesn't matter. You're well, still getting paid. Well, wouldn't you if you suspend him? Also, he would get fined the game check. I know if the league does, then you do. I don't know about the team. Look, you're saying just don't even dress him? Yeah. Your butt is stapled to the bench. Sorry, no game check. We're fining you. We're suspending you for yeah, a game. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably should have done that. Because to just let him keep going, and then the thing that fixes him is good quarterback play, the first sign of adversity, he's not actually fixed. You've just masked over the symptoms. <laughs> 
I want ice cream. You're not going to get ice cream. I want ice cream. We're going to give you ice cream. Here you go. Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's a good point. And it is it is more than mildly concerning that Florio says that executives around the league view him as a problem, too. Because now it sounds like there's no escape hatch. Like, if he were to become a huge problem, talent always wins out. But it sounds like in this instance, it wouldn't win out. And that you'd, you'd have to sit him down because you're not going to find any takers for him. We'll get more into this a little bit later on in the show. Coming up next, we've got our guy, Jeff Hathorn, our sports director, Paul Skeens, going to make his Pirates debut today. So we'll ask him the obvious question there, among other things. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Text us, 412-928-9370. The text line brought to you by Edgar Steiner and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And the Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. One more thing on that George Pickens conversation we were talking about in the last segment where Florio says executives around the NFL aren't surprised at all that he's kind of been a malcontent. <laughs> it's not just the pouting for me. You brought up a couple of examples of great receivers on bad teams that put up big-time numbers no matter who their quarterbacks were. His production needs to be a staple. It needs to be a constant. You need to be great. You need to make it easier on your quarterback. It's not just the -the off-the-field stuff. Like George Pickens, you want to be great? Be great. Mm -hmm. Now, part of that's mindset. Maybe a lot of that's mindset. But he needs to be a constant. He can't disappear for games, and that can't all be on the quarterback. It just can't. If you are great, it's easier to kind of look the other way with situations like this. Like it's it's easier to say like, okay, like hold on, like what what what's wrong? Like oh, you're upset, you're not getting the ball. Yeah, I'm upset that you're not getting the ball because every other game I've had 150 yards receiving. Like that's a different situation. But George Pickens, I mean, he'll have no catch. I mean, he'll have nothing. Two catches for 10 yards. Like, yeah. He went, he went on a, a five-game stretch where he actually was more productive in the final few games of the regular season than he was. And yeah, quarterback has a lot to do with that. Mitch Trubisky wasn't very good, but be the security blanket. Uh-huh. He's not there yet. Jeff Hathorn is our security blanket. We need content. We go to him. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Morning, guys. You know what I think George Pickens needs? 
they got to get Hollywood Brown into that receiver room. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, we were actually talking about this off air, too, Jeff. Like, they kind of telegraphed that they were going to have some immature receiver issues when they went out and traded for Allen Robinson, a guy that had been banged up and not productive. He was basically being brought in just to be a mentor. You know, they can say things, but roster moves, you never lie. Uh, we, we should have seen through that right at the beginning. They felt like they were immature in that room. Yeah, and I mean, listen, he's not the first receiver or first player to come in from a you know from college that's immature. Uh, and I think you, you would hope that he would have matured a little faster and hopefully under under new leadership, um, maybe get some different ideas. You know, Arthur Smith, from what we read about him, is a disciplinarian. Um, when he's gone into places, he said that you know it's his rules that that he's fairly tough in that regard. Um, he could use it. I mean, it's not just about, you know, hey, this is awesome. You're going to get everything you want. You're getting paid. You don't have to go to school anymore. Like, he's got to learn that side of it. If he really wants to improve, that's a big part of it. It's not just what you're doing on the field. It's that you're there mentally for every game, that that preparation is at the level that it needs to be. And it's not all on the coaches. George has to take some accountability for that. No doubt. Jeff Hathorn with us here on the Fan Morning Show. Paul Skeen's going to make his Pirate Spring training debut today, Jeff. Is there anything he can do to get onto this opening day roster? That's part one, because I actually heard Bob Pompiani say this weekend on his show, he wouldn't be shocked if Skeen's isn't a Pirate until 2025. Is there is there room in the middle there that uh-huh. might be more realistic? The place would burn down. I, I don't... I don't for C, man, barring, I mean, as long as the health is where it needs to be, um, he'll be with the Pirates at some point this year. I mean, he would have to be so lights out. And you guys know spring training numbers can be deceiving. Yeah. Sometimes you're just working on a pitch. They would know, like, if his stuff is just so overpowering, I think there's a slight chance. And, and what if there's an injury, you know, to somebody currently that's, that's penciled into the rotation? Uh, I think there's a slight chance if he just shows in his spring training outings that, listen, this guy's stuff is ready. I mean, Jack Sawinski never played in AAA. Why does Paul Skeens need to play in AAA if he's ready? Uh, I do think that is their plan, but I, I believe that if he is that good in his spring training opportunities, uh, that there is a chance he could be on the major league roster at the end of the End of next month. Yeah, I guess it's next month. I keep forgetting we get the extra day today. That's right. Leap day. Jeff, do facilities, uh, do facility upgrades really matter in the NFL, in your opinion? Uh, yes, I think they do for for the players. Do they equate to winning? I think what you saw from the survey yesterday is no, they don't necessarily equate to winning. But I do think it matters to guys, especially um, you know some of the creature comfort things. That man, here's the thing: these guys come from palaces in some of the colleges. Uh, and I can imagine the shock of thinking like, okay, when I get the NFL, it's going to be even nicer. Um, the facility on the south side is is not. And I think the big reason, I, I don't buy into the Roonies are cheap, like ultimately cheap. Their footprint, they have nowhere to expand. They've expanded about as much as they can. They can't go in either direction on the sides. They've got very little parking that they can't eat up. And then they've got office buildings on the other side of their facility. Uh, they just need a new building. They need a new place. Um, that it's just with all the staffing, with the addition of rosters, with, you know, addition of things like cold tubs and, you know, players would want a sauna there. Some of those things that 
You might think that they're spoiled, but it's it's what other teams are doing. They don't have the room to do it there. They're they're kind of landlocked with their facility. They need to find something else. Now, like the day, daycare stuff, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, that needs to change. I mean, the Roonies need to need to change it. There, I think they're one of four teams that don't have that facility for game days. Um, that that's a shame on Art. He needs to change that for next year. Jeff, Mike Tomlin got an A for his time management. We would get an F. So we're sorry that this segment was so short, but we got to move on here, buddy. Gents, have a good weekend. Uh, It's going to get warmer, I promise. It is going to get warmer. What's on the website, too, before we let you go? Yeah, well, if you want to see some of the grades and some of the reasons that the NFLPA voted the way they did, check it out on the website right now at 937fan.com. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, boys. See you, buddy. Top of the hour, Tyler Kennedy with a kind of new take on the Penguins' trade deadline plans. But coming up next, RIP Richard Lewis. I had an encounter with Richard Lewis that I will tell the people about, and we'll talk about our favorite celebrity encounters. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. R.I.P. Richard Lewis. He's passed away. He's in final season at Curb. And he's as funny as he always is. Always was, I guess, now. You hate that. Now you got to use the past tense. Everyone seemed to like the guy as a man. Uh, A lot of people split on the comedy because comedy is subjective and so is laughter and everything really is in today's society. I had an interaction with this guy. He followed me on Twitter, Richard Lewis. Really? Yeah. And so we used to do this bit at my old station because management wouldn't pay for anything. Anything. And no one listened to the show because the signal was bad, but that's neither here nor there. So we would make a bit every year that we were going to the Super Bowl and we were live at Radio Row. We never went. Never once went. But for a week, every single year, we would have ambient crowd noise in the background and we'd make up skits and we'd talk to people who were there, but they wouldn't really be the people. We would just have paid actors basically doing it. So I told him about all that on Twitter because he followed me. And I said, we would love to interview you to kind of give the illusion that we're talking to a big celebrity guest. He responded, hilarious, but shooting curb. Sorry, boss. I said, not a problem. Appreciate the response. Be good. And then he gave one of those flexing emojis and a peace emoji. Nice. So that's my interaction with Richard Lewis. Nice. A great comedian calling me hilarious. Thank you, Richard, and RIP. What's your best celebrity encounter? And you can tweet us yours or text us yours at 412-928-9370. I mean, I always bring this one up. I mean, Tony Todd, Candyman. I mean, I, I was so scared, and it just ruined my childhood, just that movie. I don't know why I watched it at the age I did, but... Whenever I was playing for the Titans in 2014, they had that uh, horror convention at the convention center in Nashville, and he was there. I was like, this is my opportunity to meet him. And I went up to him, met him, and 
Well, actually, I went to get something to eat first, and the lady, like, outside of the convention center was like, you know, Candyman's in there, right? So you better be good. And I was like, whoa, like. John Candelaria? Really? <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know what? I used to have his card, and I threw it away because it said the Candyman on it because I was that scared of Candyman. John Candelaria from the Pirates. I had his pirate card, <laughs> and I threw it away. Swear. That's a true story. That's how scared I was of this guy. So I, I go in and meet Tony Todd, and I tell him, I'm like, listen, like, you kind of ruined my I was like I have a confession to make you kind of ruined my childhood I you know I was so scared of you with that character and he took his hat up he's like Doran I am not a father because I said I had a confession oh I love that yeah and we became friends and friends since what yeah talked to him all the time I wish I could say that I was friends with Richard Lewis after our interaction mm -hmm. my other one and it's sports related, so it's probably not right to do that because you met a bajillion athletes because you played in the NFL and you were teammates with Andre Johnson and you're friends with Larry Fitzgerald and Darrell Revis. But I was in a press box for a Penguins playoff game, had to tinkle, as I often do, go to the bathroom, standing right next to me, Doc Emmerich, also taking a tinkle. And he's a huge hero of mine. I mean, everyone loves Doc Emmerich. So I look down at my phone, I go, Bucks up three to one because he's a huge Pirates fan. And he looks me in the eye as we're peeing, and he says, Cool! <laughs> like, I'm breaking some sort of news to Doc. Right. In my self-importance, I gotta talk to him. What am I gonna say? Oh, let me look at the Pirates. Bucks up three to one. Cool! And that was it. Then we washed our hands. We didn't say another word to each other. What's your best celebrity encounter? 412-928-9370. I'm sure we can get some good stories. If you want to call, you can, too, about that. Or you can just text us, 412-928-9370. Coming up next, Tyler Kennedy with a hot Penguins take. And also an NFL insider says the Steelers offseason plan might not go according to plan. Doran Dickerson. We'll get to that next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high 38. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.